G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. In tough times, when money is tight, it's a real temptation to use credit to pay bills and get the things we want right now. When money is tight, we do have some choices and the easiest option always seems to be running up a credit card debt that will be paid down perhaps sometime into the future. Well, let's get some real insights into what we might call a credit card trap at this time of this year. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty and offering a lifeline to people who are trapped in debt. Rosie, a special welcome back to 2020. Hello, thank you for having me. Rosie, it always feels so easy to be able to pull out the plastic and use our credit card to buy the things we want. It's just a little too easy, isn't it? Yeah, I think that we live in very interesting times. And often I think that people that are uh, maybe trapped in in using a credit card can fall into one of of two categories, speaking really broadly. There would be people that are really struggling to put food on their table and don't think or feel like they have any other option other than to be using the card. And then maybe as a society, um, we're much more used to paying for things um, or getting things now and paying for them later. And um, I think it's important, therefore, for us to be always asking ourselves, um, kind of, is this something that I need? Is it absolutely essential? Or is this something that um, I could wait for? Rosie, when we talk credit cards, they're not necessarily evil, but they do need to take some level of control. And Mm. it is very easy for things to get out of control. And so what's your advice to people who are using their credit card now, given that there are some difficult and uncertain times? uh, What are your thoughts on, on how you do approach using your credit card? Yeah, so I mean, I think that if you can avoid using a credit card in the first place, then I would encourage people not to. I mean, me and my husband um, don't don't use a credit card. But at the same time, for those people that are listening to this and um, that maybe are stuck in a spiral, it's um, very difficult to get out of. And actually, it's um, not so easy just to make a decision to say, well, I'm not going to use my credit card anymore. And so for those that that maybe are considering getting a credit card and they're feeling the pinch and thinking, well, I I need to be putting food on the table, I really would encourage them to to seek help from organisations like CAP or maybe they have local food banks or other areas, places that they could be reaching out to. Um, And if they could um, kind of avoid the use of that credit card, then it probably will save them a huge amount of pain for further down the track. For those that are do find themselves in that spiral, um, then I think that um, spending some time putting a budget together, that's something again that Christians Against Poverty can help you with. 
So you can have a look on our, on our website to see whether there's a local cap money course just to have an assessment of where your money is going. And we've seen successfully over a, over a 20 years here in Australia that when people put a budget together and start making decisions on where their money needs to go and where they want their money to go, if they are in that spiral of credit card debt, that um, actually you can kind of move towards a place of not needing that credit. But it sometimes takes time. It's sometimes not an instant thing. You probably can't always do that overnight, but you can start making positive steps towards that so that you're not always in that arrear situation. Um, one of the other things is that when you use your card... Um, you're kind of, um, I think the statistic is around 17% more likely or to overspend by 17% when you use a card rather than um, cash or a debit card where you see that money go um, much more um, kind of, you, you feel the pain of that spending in a different way. Rosie, what's the tipping point here? Because so many of us who have a credit card, uh, we use it and then we use it and we find that sometime or other we say this debt looks like it's getting out of control. Is there a tipping point where you need to take stock and say, okay, I've overspent and now I've got a challenge to get back into the black? What are your thoughts on tipping points? Yeah, I mean, my personal opinion would be that if you get in a credit card bill and you're not able to pay it in its in its entirety at the end of the month, then you are overspending in that um, you've got more money going out than you have coming in for that weekly, monthly, whatever the cycle is of that, that, that bill that's coming in. And so I think that you can only... Um, stay in that position for a very short period of time. If there's more money going out than there is coming in, then you are on a spiral towards a very, very difficult situation. I think that a situation like we find ourselves in at the moment during what would be considered an economic crisis, um, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that feel like um, they're kind of pushing maybe further into their credit cards than they would normally be um, because it's a temporary, things will change. And I think that we often tell ourselves that or there are often times where we, we think, well, things will change in the future. My word of caution with that would be that kind of how, if you know your income is going to be back on track or you know that things are going to change, then you're probably right. This is probably a temporary season. But I, I also think that we're probably less in control of, of knowing exactly what our income might look like in a few months' time than we maybe might like to think. And so I think if we, at the moment, we have a bill coming in and we don't have the money to pay that bill, then I would encourage people to start asking questions now. Well, how am I going to get out of this in the future rather than kind of think at some point they'll be able to get out of it? The sooner, the sooner you can find help and start looking at it, put a budget together, start looking, well, why am I overspending? What am I overspending on? Can I pull back? Can I spend differently? Um, I think saves us from um, a lot of pain in the future if we, we can do that. It appears that we're moving towards more uncertainty as the year goes on. As the government welfare payments run out, uh, there are challenging times. When things are normal and working the way we're used to, uh, you can have either two choices. You could get some extra work and you could pay down your debt or you could live more within your means. But if that extra work is not a certainty to be able to make ends meet, you're only stuck with the other option. Or are there any other options you can think of? 
look, I mean, we would, um, we would, as you've just um, kind of highlighted, be encouraging people where they can to increase their hours. But that's very, very difficult at the moment. As you say, there are lots of people that maybe are, are earning less than they, they normally would. Um, we would also um, want people to be looking at their budget and having a real look at what maybe they're spending their money on. I think when we do that and when we actually not just theoretically put that down but look at a bank statement and assess where we spend our money, we're often, certainly in our experience with putting budgets together with thousands of people across Australia, people are often surprised at where their, some of their money goes. And so I think that that's maybe where I would encourage people to, to start would be to, to look at where their spending's going and is there areas where they can um, pull back for a season? Is there things that they spend money on that maybe they don't need to? I certainly think that for each of us, there are sometimes some difficult decisions that we don't like to make, things that um, maybe we do that we don't want to stop, but it's it's right to stop for a period of time if our income isn't as it, as it should be, as well as help I think that this is a time for me that I think that we can be um, pulling together more as a community and so if you find yourself in a position where you are struggling I think there will be people um, especially in churches all around Australia that would love to help and um, often it's asking for help that can be the the difficult part of that equation we're very proud we're very um, you know we want to be able to, to manage on our own and we often struggle to ask for help but I think that there are plenty of people out there at the moment wanting to help and so I'd encourage you if you're struggling to, to seek help. There's some dimensions, aren't there, when we apply our Christian faith to our finances. And so when you say you could approach your church for help and you work with churches, with Christians Against Poverty, uh, to help people in communities everywhere to overcome issues around debt. But when you're a part of a church, I imagine there's some financial foundations that can become part of your life, things like being resilient or or recognising what it is to have that biblical type of virtue of being content and not being so then restless and needing to go and spend. What are your thoughts around what value there is in seeking some financial assistance through your local church? Absolutely. I, I personally think that the church has a very unique offering through its biblical basis and the wisdom that, that Jesus gave us um, and the teachings that he brought around exactly what you've just described. I think that as Christians, we hold a very unique narrative around being content, whether we have a lot or whether we have little. And often with our own financial situations, as we just described, moving through something like COVID-19, we can't all of a sudden earn more money or all of a sudden change our circumstances. But maybe we can lean further into finding hope and joy in places where we don't have our as much as we have done previously and I think that that is it's not easy but it's something that is unique to us in the church and therefore actually um, as a um, teaching and as a hope I think that's something unique for us as the church both with our own financial resources but also as we 
stretch out and help people, maybe our neighbours or people within our community. That's a, a unique thing or message that we can bring and offer to people when they are having a difficult situation with their, their financial situation. We are able to ourselves be generous towards someone that might be struggling, but also offer that kind of ability and um, for them to, to find hope in something that isn't their financial resources. I hope that most of us that, that know Jesus know that our hope is in him and not what we earn or the house that we live in or the security that we might find in our financial resources. And so we have a hope that extends much further than that. And that is something that the church should be proud of and also wanting to, to pass on and, and give to people during this season. Rosie, undoubtedly there's someone listening to our conversation today who says, I need help and I need it yesterday mm. i was going to say now but uh, now is your opportunity to respond here and seek that help uh, when people get in touch with you at christians against poverty uh, capost.org c-a-p-a-u-s-t.org uh, what sort of things can they access through your website and what sort of connections can they make via their local church yeah, so we have um, a, a phone line and the um, online um, resources and people can get in touch with us and hopefully we can connect them with a trained local church who would be able to sit down with them and go through some of those things that I've just been talking about, about putting a budget together. If someone is in overwhelming debt, then what they um, would hopefully be connected with is um, a service that we call Cap Debt Help. And that is where someone is trained from the church, comes and sees um, people in their home. And we're kind of pleased um, at the moment that that is, you know, that service is starting to to be able to be back in homes rather than over the telephone, which has been um, one of the things that we've navigated over COVID-19. But we sit in people's homes, find out about their financial situation and navigate that towards a solution so that often will look like us negotiating with their current creditors, making sure that the money that they've got coming in are going to the, is going to the right places and there's always a solution doesn't matter how um, messy difficult it feels and um, often when people are in debt it can be very overwhelming and you don't know where to turn or what the next step is and so I think the advantage of, of asking for help is that can come alongside and offer that next step towards financial freedom and so um, as an organisation we um, step and walk through that journey with people for the whole journey so typically people are with us for, for three to five years and um, so it's normally as I said earlier in the conversation it's not a quick fix it's often something that people have to walk through for a period of time and it's our privilege to be able to train churches to do that with people for the long haul. Well, there's a helpline. I'll give you the helpline number, 1-300-227-000, and you can get some advice. Uh, you can work through that local church in your community to get some help. The website is capost, C-A-P-A-U-S-T dot org, and there is a reach right across Australia. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty. Rosie, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.